0: Welcome back to The Rulebook, everybody. Do you guys recognize me without my ginormous set of headphones on? I barely recognize myself, to be honest. I really do feel naked doing this this way. But today I opted to do something a little different. So we're going to see if these nice discreet black headphones actually work out for me and don't affect the sound quality too much. So fingers crossed on that one. Uh, This is episode number 35, but I actually decided to redo it because yesterday I released episode number 35. And the reason I wanted to redo it is because I was so unhappy with it because it just went off the rails. I had had something in mind the entire weekend that I wanted to talk about. And then I was scrolling Instagram. And of course, somebody's story ruined my entire plan and my day and my episode. Just love when that happens. But basically, this person posted a warning from SAG that was to influencers and content creators saying that if you even make any sort of content that promotes a project that has been struck or even talking about it, even from the point of view as a fan, then you are creating scab content. And if you ever do try to join the union, you will be denied because of that content. And I was like, oh, damn it. Because I had a whole idea about this thing I wanted to talk about, and you could probably guess what that was. It was a certain movie about a certain doll that recently came out. But since I do stand with SAG and the WGA, and I literally just did an episode last week breaking down the strikes and why we should all stand with them, I cannot in good faith make that episode. But I did have the chance to think about the themes that I wanted to touch on, so we're going to do that right now. The female experience is obviously all over social media, thanks to that certain movie that we're not allowed to talk about and i'm thankful for that but we can talk about Billie eilish's song what i was made for which is a a, an existential crisis banger baby and if you haven't heard it i highly recommend that you do i will leave a link to it in my information section if you're watching this on on youtube or not just you know go to youtube and look it up it's really good so a lot of people have been making content using that song in the background about the female experience right the song is about her existential crisis and not fully understanding her purpose anymore despite doing everything that she was told to do right what do you think a lot of us can relate to and billy's a big success and even she creates the video from a point of view where she finds herself lost and directionless even as like a giant pop star so yeah, I guess it never ends, does it? Girls are making videos on TikTok using the song about the conflicting pieces of, pieces of advice we received to navigate womanhood, which you know inevitably leads to all of us being confused about what we are supposed to do in our life and how we are supposed to proceed. So there's no surprise there. But some of the examples in the videos that these content creators were making and referencing were like when you dress up and then people have the opinion, oh, you should cover up because you're not being modest enough. Or if you are being modest, then people will tell you you're such a prude, you don't dress up enough, no wonder nobody talks to you. Or, I love this example, the one about being a working mom versus being a stay-at-home mom. Usually working moms are constantly told, oh, you don't spend enough time with your children. And then a stay-at-home mom will be told, well, you should really go out and get a career, you spend too much time at home. So you literally just can't win. And all of this truly is crazy making. When you constantly cannot meet these unrealistic expectations that are being set for you left and right, whether it's by family, friends, coworkers, society, even your own internalized version of it, you do start to feel like a failure and you feel bad about yourself and it's, it's no surprise that these days, there's a lot more young women dealing with depression and anxiety than ever before. Hmm, I wonder why. It's because they're constantly being bombarded not only with these high expectations, but also with images of what perfect is or beautiful is or what you should have and if you don't have it, you feel like you're, you know, doing something wrong. <sighs> you really can never cross the finish line when the finish line is constantly being moved. One day it's in Germany, the next day it's in France. I mean, good luck with that. I too have really struggled to find my purpose in this world, and I've talked had nauseam about that. And even though I am in my early 30s now, it is something that I continue to grapple with. And I I mean, maybe that's life, right? Like finding out who you are is a part of the journey. So I can completely say it's just a girl problem. It's not. Um, But I do think that women are overly concerned with making sure that our choices are approved and validated by others. And it ends up paralyzing us because when you sit there and you try to come up with a game plan, a game plan that pleases everyone and you leave yourself out of the equation, inevitably, you aren't going to be happy and you are going to be lost and you are going to be singing, what was I made for? Like Billie Eilish was and thank god she made that song. I think it's so good don't sleep on Billie Eilish Okay, and although we cannot talk about said doll movie We can talk about the impact she had on women and girls and how we feel about ourselves because She really was just another version of what we were expected to be right What is the ideal what is perfection and what is something that we can look up to and that was her and I one of those people who thinks that she is a feminist icon actually but we've sort of created her into the opposite but that's not her fault i think that's just that's just the way society views women and i'm not surprised that even this doll was like sexualized and then used you know, capitalized on and used to make women feel bad about themselves. I'm not, and I'm not even saying that's, you know, Ruth Handler, the creator of Barbie's fault. I actually don't think it is. I don't think that's what she set out to do. But even her, even the doll, right? I don't want to say her name, but you know who I'm talking about. Even the doll, she's able to do everything and she's able to do it in full hair and makeup and high heels, babe. Society wants us to be the Madonna and the whore, the mother and the virgin. Even the marketing for the doll is she is everything and he's just Ken. Meaning she can do everything, she can be everything, and she can look good doing it. And that's what us women should also strive to do. One can obviously interpret the marketing for this doll, which is, well, she's everything and he's just Ken. You can't interpret it as empowering and say, oh, well, she outshines him and, you know, she's the real star and she's doing everything and she shows that women can do the same things that men do. But actually, I think the subtext is a lot more complicated than that because she has to be everything and he's allowed to just be himself. And maybe that's better. Maybe she should just be herself, too, just like he gets the luxury of just being himself, right? Why is it so horrible that Ken gets to just be fucking Ken? He has a luxury of finding himself and making his own decisions without thinking too hard about how it will affect the other people in his life, right? He doesn't have to worry about disappointing everybody because nobody really expects anything grand of him, but they expect everything of her. And <laughs> that just hit me yesterday like a ton of bricks. And I was like, I have to redo my episode because I have to speak to that without speaking to the film or anything like that, but just the idea of like, what is a woman? Even in my own life, I've been recently tasked with caring for my aging mother. My sister and I have been tasked with this. Anytime we take her to a doctor appointment or we speak to the lawyers, they have zero sympathy for us. You know, she's having a lot of medical issues and we're oftentimes met with, especially my questions are met with, Yeah, this is it. You have to make sacrifices. Families make sacrifices. And it's like families make sacrifices or daughters are expected to make these sacrifices because I was never my mother's insurance plan. You know what I mean? But I am expected to make these sacrifices that I have to make to caretake her because that's what good daughters do, even at the expense of my sister and I's own lives, our own capacity for making money. And that's another thing that hit me when I was making this episode was like, the amount of unpaid labor that women do on the daily that does not benefit themselves, but it benefits everyone around them and it benefits society, right? Because the amount of unpaid labor my sister and I have now done for our mother, we'll never get that time back. No one paid us, we lost money doing it. So, and there's no real end in sight. And I don't want to talk about the specifics of the situation, but if you've ever been in this sort of situation where you have to caretake someone, you know how draining that can be. And this year has been incredibly difficult for me and my sister and my mother as well. And it's, it's, it's been a lot. And but throughout my life, I've been expected to emotionally take care of my mom. She's someone who struggled with mental illness throughout her life. And I've always been expected to be the bigger person, even when we would have these really horrible fights. My family expected me to fix it, to figure it out and to take care of my mom and to always be there for her, even at the expense of myself. Obviously, I've chosen a career path that isn't necessarily conventional and A lot of the things that I've accomplished, they aren't necessarily on my resume, but when my family speaks to me today, they will constantly bring up the fact that I used to have so much potential. I mean, I'm not dead. (laughs) I still have potential, I know that. But this is them expressing their opinions on how I did not live up to their unrealistic expectations that they were always holding for me. And sometimes I wonder, well, if I was a boy, would it be this way? And maybe you can sit there and argue, yeah, probably. And maybe it's the eldest daughter thing, I don't know. It's generally unfair (laughs) and stifling, right? Because a whole part of my self-discovery has been learning about the fact that I was so often taught to do everything for everyone else and usually at the expense of myself and my needs. And you will find out The more you do that you will see how much that does not benefit you, that benefits everyone around you. And that's the reality for a lot of us, especially when perfection and doing everything and being everything is the goal. And it's highly unrealistic and it often leaves women and girls feeling like complete failures because you cannot juggle everything and you cannot do everything and you will learn that. Maybe you will be good at multitasking and doing all the things, And pretending that you like it and that you're good at it. But eventually, you will experience burnout. You will experience sadness and depression and anxiety from realizing that who is this person who runs around like a chicken without her head, doing everything for everyone else and not even giving herself a second to even think about what it is that she wants. We have to fight for our autonomy and we have to claw out the space for ourselves to be who we want to be. And maybe that's why society does this to us, because if we are so lost and confused and directionless all the time, we are going to be desperate for others to point us in the right direction and tell us what to do. And this all makes us easier to control, to manipulate and use, because at the, at the end of the day, that's what they're doing, they're using us. The girl who is lost is much more willing to take on the burdens of the entire family than the one who has a real sense of purpose. So, for this episode, I actually have no rule, because so often I feel that rules have damaged women and girls. We are constantly following the rules and coming up short, no matter how good at it you are, right? Even me, I've been pretty good at performing this dull archetype, I, I guess you could call it, my whole life, and I did the pageant thing, and I did modeling, and I was an actress, and At the end of the day, I look at that, and I watch these videos on social media, and I think about this doll, and I see a lot of overlap, and I see a lot of the correlation between, you know, what I was taught to be using these symbols, like this doll, doll. and actually how that was all fucking wrong. It was all a travesty, and I wish I wish that's not, that wouldn't have been so deeply ingrained in me. What can you do? So instead, you know what? I'll say this, instead of having a rule. I know you guys like my rules. Try your best to silence those external voices, you know, that are telling you what to do. Even if they are like well-intended, you can't be everything to everyone and that's okay. It's not a good thing actually because you're not a doll. You're a human being. You can just be you. So long as you work towards understanding yourself through your own eyes, you can rest assured that whatever choices you make will align with your highest good eventually. But they have to come from you. They can't come from anyone else. And the next time someone tells you, you used to have so much potential, what they mean is they used to be able to control you much more easily. They don't like this new thing that you're doing, but that's okay. (sighs) So, guys, go forth. Apparently, you're allowed to see the movie, but we cannot talk about the movie. So don't talk about the movie if you care about becoming a member of SAG. And please don't create scab content. I don't think we should do that. I do think we should continue to have conversations about feminism and the female experience and the patriarchy because this whole can of worms has been opened up. And now is the time to have these conversations which is why I wanted to still make this episode, even though I had to sort of maneuver around it. So I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you're okay that I deleted the other episode. And I hope that you will come back next Tuesday to check out another episode of The Rulebook. And please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And follow me across all social media platforms at Serious Actress. All right. Bye, guys.